0: Hi, I'm Aaron Marcus, former corporate executive turned entrepreneur and founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business. Welcome to the Ready Yet podcast. We're excited to bring you more than 100 episodes of interviews and insights designed to help entrepreneurs get the financial and emotional freedom they need in order to build a business and a life they're proud of. All right, welcome, welcome to this episode of the Ready Yet podcast, where we are going to completely overwhelm you with marketing, (laughs) yay! because my buddy Lisa Rabel is here, Rebel Girl Marketing, and um, I don't know, sister from another mister, we agree on a lot of stuff, we both, right? Like, it's kind of hysterical. (laughs) So good luck. We
1: almost forgot to record the podcast. We forgot to
0: record the podcast. We record the podcast. We should do this. That has happened to me, by the way. I met, I met this guy through this process, and we had such a good conversation for so long that we had to reschedule an actual podcast. But we are here now, and I seriously, I can't wait to bring what you've been talking about to the audience because I so love the way you're framing this for people. Um, I haven't seen other people frame it this way before, so yay, good for you. But before we get into all of that, um, why don't you tell people a little more officially who you are and what it is that you do?
1: Sounds good. Uh, My name is Lisa Rabel, and my company name is Rebel Girl Marketing. And my job is to help small businesses stay in business because I teach them what marketing truly is. It's not a line item on your expense sheet. It's not a task to be done. It's a mindset. And if you think of marketing as a mindset instead of a task or a line item and an expense, your business will grow.
0: I love that. And I think, um, you know, one of the things that I talk to a lot of people about, we all agree, you go into your business to do what the business does. That's what you're good at. And then that means there's all sorts of parts of your business that you're not good at just Right. Whether it's finance, whether it's marketing, you know, that is one of the topics that I hear from a lot of people. Well, I don't know what to do. And so go a little deeper, like because I totally agree with you when you say marketing is a mindset. How do you want people to think and feel about us?
1: So I'm going to challenge the people listening to the podcast with a question to prove my point. Perfect. everything that you do is related to marketing and people go, and I always say, pick something that you do in a day that's not related to marketing. And people say, eat dinner or something along those lines. And I always say, well, if you don't eat dinner, you're not nourished. If you're not nourished, your brain's not working and you don't have energy and you're tired all the time. And do you think really good marketing comes out of somebody who's drained and low energy and malnourished? I mean, it's it's as simple as that. Like literally everything you do feeds into your marketing attitude because marketing is about being that's not about being on all the time. Like you're not selling. Marketing, what I'm talking um, about is not yes. selling. Do not sell all the time. You're not Alec Baldwin in some movie that's always <laughs> right. be selling, right?
0: Correct. You Thank are,
1: you. An entrepreneur, you're just going to be informing people about who you are. So my rebel mindset, hashtag rebel mindset, is marketing is simply storytelling.
0: Yes, uh, simply storytelling.
1: And selling is simply telling that story to other people. Yes. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself. Oh, That's I love that. You're Stop you thinking about putting, marketing yeah. as a mindset and you're always marketing, you will always be telling your story and you'll always be growing your business. And
0: that's, I love that because something that I decided and have been somewhat successful and unsuccessful at doing, I think it was the beginning of last year, I'm refused to do anything. That's the bang my head against the version of bang my head against the wall version and doing business. Like, you know what I mean? We see this all the time. I'm just done it. it, well, we've all done it. Like, I'm yeah. just going to hit my head against the wall harder. And that's what's going to make the difference. And what you're talking right because that always works. Um, and what you're talking about is if you just change your, if you just reframe your thought processes and your internal definitions Around what some things are, because the truth of the matter is if you own a business, you are in sales. And if you want sales, you have to know marketing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That that's just there's not really a way around that. Right. And so if you just reframe it.
1: Yeah, because you talk about no like trust. Yeah. I talk about no like trust all the time. So marketing is the no and the like, and sales is taking you from like to trust trusting you enough to buy from you. That's how I view no like Mm -hmm. trust. And so I think what's happening is that people think it's sales. You know, what I, I like to say, it's not sales or marketing, it's sales and marketing. Like you have to marry the two together. What's interesting is that bigger businesses and I've stood in boardrooms Is that, you know, the CMO and the head of sales is like, they're fighting about it. like, you guys are literally on the same road, driving in the same direction, going to the same destination. And you're trying to run each other off the road. Why is that? Because you have to coordinate what's going on. And so if you think of marketing as simply telling that story to other people, as long as you're confident in your story, there's no reason you can't just keep telling people your story.
0: Yeah. And. To me, and see if you come across this as well. The part of marketing that's not hard is the stuff you can pay other people to do for you, right? Help you with your messaging, help you with your graphics, help you with putting it all together, knowing what to do. Knowing what to do is not hard. It doesn't mean you automatically know what to do. You might have to hire somebody to help you know what to do, but that part's not hard. The part of marketing that's hard that I think messes people up is the fear, right? There's too, There's the fear of sales where you hit all your money stories, but the fear of marketing around visibility. And so people think the task of marketing and the fear just stops them because they're, right? They're attaching this fear to this idea of marketing.
1: Stop watching Mad Men. It's not about <laughs> Mad Men. This is not <laughs> helping. Yeah, that's not helping. And listening to all the guerrilla marketing people out there, like you know your local lawyers and things like that, that you hear them all the time, or the jewelry stores, right? That's not. That's that doesn't mean that you have to do the same thing in your marketing. And so what's interesting is that when I do strategy sessions for small businesses, and it's, it's literally answering five questions, but we go really deep in every one of these questions. If you answer these five questions in a marketing strategy, then the fear goes away.
0: It does. Because you
1: know who your clients are. You know what your messaging is. You know where you want to go with your business. You know where they hang out and where you want to direct your marketing to. The fear comes in all of the unknowns of not answering these five questions about, about your marketing strategy. I mean, okay, let me give you this example, okay? Just like going on a road trip, you don't get in your car and then just turn on the car and drive someplace. right? Most people don't, right? They're like, I wanna go to the beach. So I need to pack a swimming suit and a towel they don't just kind of go, oh, I ended up at the beach, but I got my like snow boots
0: and my, my parka on. So clearly something went <laughs> awry. Right. And you're the only other person. It's so funny. Like you're the only person I've come across who uses the same phrase that I've always used random acts of marketing. And I always say random acts of marketing and random acts of business. And I know I've heard you say random acts of marketing. It's
1: the and title of the book. I <laughs> love it.
0: I love it because it's just so true. And my question for you because I'm curious, why? why, 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 why do you think people don't do this? Because there's enough of us out there screaming from the rooftops that they should do this. Why don't people like to do the work before they go to work?
1: It's the same reason that people think that they're, you know, one semester of marketing in high school or college will get them through their business a two
0: million dollar <laughs> entrepreneur venture yes sorry what could possibly go run. wrong
1: <laughs> but just like I hired an accountant and bookkeeper because i terrible at finances I hate it I hate it hate it hate it I always say I do marketing not math so I hired somebody to do that part of my business because I don't I could I do it yes could I learn it of course would I hate it the entire time absolutely but Here's the thing: is that you can't just go here, go do my marketing, and then just walk away because it's your story. It's oh my
0: god, thank you. You're
1: the business. You, you've got to participate. Yeah, if you find the right people to do your marketing, then it's kind of like now you get me, you get my story, and you have to have that strategy. So what? It's so funny because agencies actually hire me to help their clients with these five questions to build their strategy because the agency is great at. Implementing, Implementing. taking the story and running, which I don't want to do.
0: Right, right. Oh God, no.
1: (laughs) But I build them the the strategy foundation that they can build all the marketing off of. And And I think have that, then the agencies are going to do be more effective, be more cost effective, more effective in their marketing, all of the
0: things. I I totally agree with you, and I think that's one of the things. And I'm going to get some people mad at me here, but you know me, and that's what I do sometimes. All the time. All the time. Um. That's what I see is a big, big, big miss in branding agencies and in social media management. They don't have the strategy piece. They have the implementation piece. And if you try to implement without the strategy and the deep dive like you're talking about, Even if you're consistent, you're still doing random acts of marketing because you haven't done the work before you go to work. And then people are mad. I spent all this money and my social media didn't produce any clients. Well, yeah, that's because they didn't know what to talk about and you didn't know who you were talking to.
1: Well, and it's that whole three, the the three-legged stool, right? You're missing one leg, you're going to fall over. And it's the, you have to know who your audience is. You have to know where they hang out and you have to know what to say to them and when. If you're missing any one of those three, your marketing is going to be completely ineffective. You're...
0: I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Ready Yet podcast brought to you by Conquer Your Business. With decades of experience, Conquer Your Business creates business and branding strategies that build multiple six- and seven-figure businesses. And we don't just show you what to do. We have an entire team of people available to help you do it, strategy and implementation. You can learn more and reach out to us by visiting conqueryourbusiness.com. And the strategy sessions that they often offer with their packages, pick your favorite color so your logo looks like you, is not really strategy. <laughs> I don't know, is there an edge there? I don't know. Like it, that's not actually strategy. They're doing, you know, and here's the thing, they're not trying to do a disservice. Um, It's just a missing link, right? It's a missing link. And then both parties get frustrated.
1: Right, and what happens is that Is that when we're taught marketing, like, you have to have the experience of being out there and being a marketing director and being that person to figure out what is actually needed. Because if you only apply the stuff that you learn, like going to the school of Google or go to the school of YouTube and like just listen to a bunch of videos and like read a bunch of articles is not going to teach you your strategy. Because... An email expert's going to tell you emails. Yes. All your problems. The Insta-tactics people. Is say, social media is going to fix all just, your problems. Just send this one email
0: and make a million dollars right now. Right? The Insta-tactics that may or may not work. Like maybe that's perfect. I've been laughing because um, the fact that mass marketing is not working as well right now as it did for the last 10 years, I have been waiting for this one. <laughs> Because I'm a really, I'm old. I'm a relationship person. I'm not a mass email person. Oh. I'm not a social media person. I'm a relationship person, right? But from a strategy standpoint, you've got to know that this is what's going on and how to do this. And then the other piece that I totally could see you being all dialed in on is the fact that marketing is one of those pieces that because it bumps up against our vis- visibility and limiting beliefs, is as hard to do for your your own business. It's hard to get out of your own way in marketing.
1: I suck at my own marketing. I'm oh, I right so I suck am, at my own marketing. I am the, the cobbler's child that has holes in the shoes. <laughs> kind of if it wasn't for other people helping with my marketing, I would. Yeah, it, we have our,
0: we launched our new website. You're going to die. We launched our new website with um, bios for the entire team. And I helped write. I wrote most of the website. Fine, 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 fine. It took me a full day to write my three paragraphs bio. <laughs> It's horrible.
1: I actually I actually incorporated the help of AI with mine after a while. I'm just like, okay, write this as if I'm actually writing this about myself and make it sound more professional. Because I was like, and also I'm like, oh yeah, that's actually what I was, that's what I was trying to say. But you don't, it's it's very hard to do it for yourself. Yeah. It absolutely is. It's so funny because in the intro of the book, it's a, I always talk about your limiting mindset, is the fact that the first thing is what most business owners say to me is like two things. I don't know what to say. And I don't want to talk about myself. Yep. Like, well, that's going to be really hard to do your marketing because you're a life coach or you, you got to talk about yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And finding that authenticity. And yeah. Totally, totally, totally. So, how, let's go to um, Lisa's origin story. How did you end up here?
1: Oh, goodness. Um, this is interesting. So, I was a marketing director for a company and I knew I needed to leave, it just wasn't fit. It was there for three years and it fit for like a year and a half, two years. And the last year was just like pulling teeth (laughs) anyway. um, So I went to this women's retreat and that my friend who's a life coach runs. And I, what I, she had me do, she had all of us do this thing. It was a tile labyrinth. It was like huge. It was like 20 feet in diameter. It was this beautiful men tile labyrinth. And what you had to do is think of one question and one question only, and then walk it and oh, well. when you got to the middle, you had to turn around and then walk out of it. And so I started with, I, I have a heart for not-for-profit. So I was like, do I go back to profit, not-for-profit? That was my question. Profit, not-for-profit, profit, not-for-profit. Not Somewhere in the middle. Don't ask me what happened. Don't ask me what switched. But by the time I got to the end of doing this tile Labyrinth, I, it was I need to start my own business. And I literally, you're going to love of this. I literally wouldn't leave. I wouldn't say in the circle because <laughs> I'm like, no, nope, nope, nope. I'm not an entrepreneur. That's not me. I'm not going to do it. And so finally I got out and, and I was like, okay, at least I'll think about it. But then what I did is I interviewed like five different entrepreneurial friends who were like very successful entrepreneurs. And I said, what do you think? This is kind of what I'm doing. This is what I'm thinking. And then to i like, yeah, that sounds great. And can I hire you? I'm like, okay. So I started the business kind of like, let me just see if this works. So it's it's a gig business. So if you know who Nanny McPhee is, I say I'm the Nanny McPhee of marketing because I help my clients until they need me. And then I'm gone. I am not this long-term consultant that sticks around forever. I teach you how to market. And then I introduce you to people who can help you take it to the next level. If you don't want to do it internally or hire somebody internally Mm -hmm. to do it. So for me, it was, it's this gig mentality, but at the same time, the more businesses I can help stay in business by understanding their marketing, because according to Forbes, marketing mistakes is literally in its own category of the top four reasons small businesses fail. Top four reasons, marketing mistakes. And so it's like, if I could teach people to not make the marketing mistakes, how many small businesses can I say? And that's what drives me. That's what really gets me going in. That's what gets me up every day.
0: Love it. And the cats
1: the The
0: cat songs on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yes. Totally. 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 So tell so tell me about the book. How did that come? How did you decide to add the book and tell us more about that?
1: Um, I didn't set out. The you're like, I did
0: it. You're like, people ask me, so how did you, how did you get into coaching and consulting? And on my answer is always kicking and screaming. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what happened was I was, I started doing some speaking stuff um, a little bit more often. And someone says, Oh, when's the book coming out? And I'm like, what book?
0: <laughs>
1: Back and then to the after like Seven people ask you that same question in like a three week period. You're like, Hmm, maybe I should write a book. So I kind of outlined it and then I went to my good friend, Susan Trumpler. She wrote a book called, um, Oh Shit, I'm in Sales, Now What? I love that. That's another great
0: title. And I so agree with that as well. Oh my God. You're like, wait a minute. I woke up. I'm a business owner. I'm a salesperson. Wait, what? I thought I was a photographer. (laughs) Totally.
1: So she introduced me to her publisher. And so I met with them and I worked with their workshops and everything like that. And I just started writing it. And so it took me about a little over, about 18 months to like, from beginning to end of when it actually came out. I rewrote it a couple of times. Like I put it in front of my entrepreneur friends and I said, if you read this, just, you know, that'd be great. You know, just let me know what you think. And two people said to me, there's too much marketing and not enough Lisa. So I literally pulled the book from the publisher and I redid the entire thing with more stories and more anecdotes and more examples and more worksheets because within after each chapter there's a worksheet to so you can personalize what you learn love it to your own business love it so yeah it's anyway here it is
0: here it is the rebel girl's guide to marketing stop committing random acts of marketing
1: yes and that is a very talented photographer and cover editor that makes me look so good.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So if people want to continue this conversation with you, how can they get a hold of you? How could they get their hands on that book with all of its worksheets? Tell us what to do.
1: Okay. So uh the website is rebelgirlmarketing.com. You there's a book page. You can go in there. There's links to buying the book on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. So you can do that. Uh Lisa at rebelgirlmarketing.com is the best way to get a hold of me, especially because Aaron and I were talking earlier. I'm in the midst of moving locations and it seems to be taking off my entire life. So um, I have 10 more days and I'm free. But um Bye. yeah. So anyway, uh yeah, it's a great way to get a hold of me. LinkedIn is also a really good way to get a hold of me. Um uh, just Lisa Rabel, R-A-E-B-E-L. So great.
0: And we will yeah. make sure we have all the links in the show notes. Rebelgirlmarketing.com. You are not hiding. You are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your story with me. I didn't know some of that. So that was awesome. And your approach. I absolutely agree with you. If you can just shift your mindset about making this part of what happens automatically, it's like magic. You wouldn't
1: believe how much easier it is to grow your business. If you just adopt a marketing mindset, it's amazing. My clients love it.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you Thank you
1: for having me. It's very awesome. honored to be on your podcast.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Ready Yet podcast. I truly enjoy bringing these stories of success and inspiration to you. Please join us in our mission to empower entrepreneurs to be in charge of their businesses and in charge of their lives by sharing this with anyone you know who would benefit from our tactical and motivating advice leaving us a review, and letting us know if there are any particular topics you would really appreciate hearing about. See you next time!